Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay. <laughs> okay. Gentlemen? Don't you think that gentlemen listen to our podcast? I mean, okay. Yeah, I hope so, but like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so formal. Okay. God, okay. What's up, boys and girls? (laughs) Males and females? Okay. (laughs) What do we call our listeners? Adulters? (laughs) Adults? I don't know. Hey, guys, what do you do? (laughs) Okay, hold on. Hey guys, thanks again for joining us back here at Actually Adultish. I'm one of your hosts, Nina. And I'm your other host, Christina. It's a gloomy day here a in Los Angeles. gloomy day. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. So we had a late night last night because we were eating a lot of strawberries. It was so delicious. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining us again. If you've subscribed and rated and reviewed on iTunes and Stitcher, then thank you so much. If you haven't, you should do that. If you want to support us, it would mean the world to us. And we are really excited because, well, we have a really exciting guest today, which we'll get to in a second. But first, we want to introduce our first sponsor, and we're very excited about our sponsor. Because, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all, and or know us at all, Eating healthy food is very important to us. Yes, we're, it's a huge part of our lifestyle. We're kind of, yeah, I'm very into health. If you haven't read my blog, you should read it because it's all about health. But so we're partnering up with Sunbasket because if you haven't heard of Sunbasket, they are basically the key to making healthy eating easy. So a big part of why people say they can't eat healthy is because they say they don't have the time to do it and trust us nina and i are so busy and we make it work but something really fun that you can do is use a meal delivery service like sun basket and that saves you the time and the energy you don't have to go to the store you don't have to figure out the portions yeah. you don't have to you don't have to think about yeah, it you don't have to think about it's it it's like straight to your door yeah and it literally tastes amazing so if you're like me and you don't have all that time you're gonna love some basket so nina yeah can we talk about the dish we made last night okay so yesterday <laughs> we made the chicken with semarogli lasagna sauce <laughs> And I don't know how you say that, but it's like Wait, restaurant quality. What, what is this it? Yeah. So it comes on like this little card and it has all the ingredients, all the portions, all the directions, all the calories, which doesn't matter because all of the ingredients are super fresh, super organic, um, whole foods only. I love it because they basically combine the ingredients for you. Yeah. Everything's pre-portioned out so you don't have to figure all that out. Yeah. But. And it tastes amazing. Like I would never have thought to think to put those combination of ingredients together and it just tastes amazing. Yeah, I know. So they're really good, healthy recipes and the ingredients, they deliver it right to your door, right on your doorstep. You can make the meals super fast. Like the last night it took like 15, 20 minutes, yeah. but they're all 30 minutes or less. Everything's already organic, non-GMO. And if you're worried about where it's sourced, they come from the best farms and the fishermen and it's everything's just sustainably sourced. So that's one thing that you don't have to worry about. Yeah, because we're big on that. You need sustainably sourced like pro- proteins like chicken and salmon and yeah. meat and stuff. So that is ideal. And also what I love is they have a bunch of different options. So Sunbasket has paleo options, gluten-free options, vegetarian breakfast options, and they've been designed by an award-winning chef and they're nutritionist approved. And to me, that's like all those options are really important because as you know, I'm paleo and a lot of meal delivery services don't have paleo choices and Sunbasket has amazing ones. So I'm super down with that. So yeah, everything's pre-measured. The directions are super easy to follow and it's so good. So if you're interested in trying, then you should definitely go to sunbasket.com slash actually today and you'll get three free meals with your first order. That's sunbasket.com slash actually to get three healthy, easy to prepare meals. Sunbasket.com slash actually. And how over. 
sexy would you sound on date night if you served up like you're like here's a pan seared um, salmon served on a bed of cauliflower couscous with with, yes. um you know that's what nina yeah, made this morning so it was so good and also such a good valentine's day gift the totally. gift that keeps giving yeah awesome okay so now that we've told you how much we love sun basket i'm literally i'm just like dreaming of our next meal okay but anyways <laughs> let's talk about our guest for today she's amazing so we well we recorded this we recorded the interview earlier, but so we're adding in our intro and we are talking to Nicole Kogan, who is the founder of nobread.com. If you guys don't know about nobread.com, you need to go to nobread.com. Nicole is amazing and just a total badass entrepreneur and nobread.com is basically just like this huge resource of all the best places to eat, like how you can eat out gluten-free so you can click on restaurants and it'll show you the gluten-free menu and exactly what you can eat in a ton of major cities it's like i mean i use it mainly in la since i live here they have san francisco they have new york she has dc she has so many they're gonna launch london it's amazing yeah she's going international and i love it because it's accessible for everyone um i could take my family to all those restaurants that she's recommended because they're not just for the health freaks that we are. Yeah. <laughs> they're no. they're for everyone. They're like normal restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. So and Nicole is just hilarious and great and smart and just inspiring and I love her story. So we're super excited to have her on for today's episode and let's get to the interview. Yay. Hey Nicole. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. We're so excited to talk to you. I know. We have so many Very excited. questions for you. Good. Um, so let's just start off by, why don't you just tell our listeners who you are and what you do? Okay. So my name's Nicole Kogan and I am no bread. Um, I'm no bread. I actually answer. <laughs> I answer to no bread. If you see me on the street and say no bread, I'll turn around. I love oh that. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, no bread. I started it about three years ago, and it's a guide to all things gluten free living. So I started, and I was living in New York at the time, working in finance, and. Um, I was always going out to restaurants. I never knew what I could eat. So I started this little like Excel sheet for myself of what I could and couldn't have at all these restaurants I was going to. And um, so organized. I know. Your next sell sheet. Comes from finance. Yeah, is the type A nerd. Yeah. I told you guys I yeah. love school. Um, so and people would always ask me for like my sheet when they were going to restaurants. That's so it's, cute. That's, kind of, yeah. that's how it started. I love that. And then I just fell in love with what I was doing, and I didn't love my job at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it just wasn't for me. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I left. I took the leap of faith, and I left two and a half years ago. And then I launched No Bread in out here in LA because I loved LA. I always wanted to be out here. Um, and now No Bread City Guides are in New York, LA, DC, Chicago, San Francisco, and we're doing London. Wow. And then you're like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's and amazing. Then it's cool because it developed outside of just like food at restaurants and it's now like products and recipes and travel, fitness, everything. So, because there really wasn't, there isn't a all encompassing all-encompassing gluten-free lifestyle guide like Mm -hmm. vegan they have veganism and it's more than just food and animal byproduct it's a lifestyle so i'm turning you know no bread into that gluten-free lifestyle yeah no i love that so how did you find out that you had celiac so i don't have celiac oh you don't fun fact yeah i was chronically sick growing up like Mm -hmm. i would wake up in the middle of the night and my parents would rush me to the hospital and um thinking I had appendicitis because I'd be in doubled over in stomach pain or just always had strep throat or the flu. Like there's just always something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. So it finally came to a head when I was a sophomore in college and I broke out in full body hives. Oh my God. And the hives just didn't go away. And that's Gosh. when I found the world of alternative medicine. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing, um, we found a homeopathic doctor on Long Island where I'm from. And he, I went into his office and he goes, okay, starting today, you're going to be gluten, dairy, soy, fruit, nut, and sugar-free, as well as anything artificial. And I just, like, broke out crying. I'm yeah. Like, oh, what was worse? <laughs> like, like, what, what do I eat now? Yeah. Having hives. Because when I had the hives, all my doctors were like, okay, take Benadryl every four hours. And in between, on the two-hour mark, take Claritin. And then on the one-hour mark, between yeah. that, take – I was just a walking medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then – 
when I do something, I'm like all in. So yeah. I was like, cool, I'm never having that stuff again. So I left his office and I, for three years, I was all of that free. And then mm-hmm. I added back in fruit, nuts, sugar, because I love my chocolate. Yeah. Um, Girl, me too. But I'm still gluten, dairy, and soy free. Yeah. And I really don't eat fruit that much. Like, I don't crave it. Uh-huh. Um, when, so I crave other things. When you, like, have um, gluten and dairy, do you, like have a skin reaction you notice immediately so I or know sometimes- right away like I don't wear a watch because my reaction is like my wrist swell oh wow and um wearing rings I love little dainty rings yeah. by like the end of a the night they're probably all gonna all my like big rings are gonna be on my pinky because like, oh my, my fingers God. swell <laughs> wow so my body feels it right away yeah. um gluten and dairy specifically yeah so why did you do no bread instead of like no dairy (laughs) because I had to like I'm restricted enough that I would be like torturing people almost if I did because I'm like crazy like I do also I'm sure you guys do I'm like IgG testing and food sensitivity testing and the pinner test and Mm -hmm. I'm free of like you know artichoke Mm -hmm. so if I was making no bread just like a personal blog of Mm -hmm. only things that like I was eating yeah You'd see a lot of salmon, a lot of avocado, you know, like I wanted to cater to the masses and I kind of chose just gluten free. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, I feel like there are there. I mean, do you think it's easier to be gluten free or dairy free? Oh, wow. It's easier to be. (laughs) It's easier to be. Yeah, I I think so, too. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's easier to be dairy free. There's gluten in like. Mm-hmm. lipstick yeah, yeah exactly you know i know she had to get rid of yeah i, had to I get rid of my lipstick. i found this new market in west hollywood called the detox market oh no way and because i had a really bad reaction to red lipstick because everyone wants to wear a bright red lip so mm-hmm. i got i went out and i got my bright red lip i got really sick that night so okay literally thank you because everybody and this place is great i haven't people, reacted okay i need to go there because people like don't believe me my doctor's like that's no, not yeah. a thing and i'm like um, I ingest what's on my lips, guys. Yeah. Like, don't tell me. And, like, stuff like toothpaste and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yep. you guys, of course. I Because I, I get super sick from it. And, yeah. like, nope, my parents were like, when I figured out the lipstick thing, because I broke out in a rash, like, it, like hives and stuff all over yeah. my body. Oh my and God. my parents were like, you're just making it up. It's mental. I and was like, having, like, hot no, flashes yeah. during my sleep. And I was like, what I do tonight that was different than any other night? And, and then like, you go crazy because it's like, I didn't eat gluten. And it took me so long to figure out I was the lipstick. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. But I have not reacted to this, but I'm curious. You might be more sensitive than I am, so I'm curious to see how you do. Yeah, but, no, I want to look um, that up. Yeah, it was like, as people say, whenever I tell people that I react, they're like, oh my God, like you should tell people that because like my, that's why I'm really focusing right now making No Bread a lifestyle brand because like Mm -hmm. this point, so back when I started No Bread, gluten-free was confusing. Yeah. They didn't know. Yeah. Now people know, okay, gluten-free, wheat-free, they get, you know, the base of gluten-free, but now they're like like starstruck or like baffled when I tell them that. Uh, you have to go like lipstick free and certain mm-hmm. shampoos free yeah. and all oh, of that. Oh, I didn't know so shampoos too. I'm really making an effort now to incorporate more beauty and more lifestyle elements into No Bread because it's so part of it. Yeah, yeah totally. I um, think that's super important. Christina, you brought this up the other day. Um, if you kiss someone that had just eaten gluten, yeah. would that affect you? So I've always wondered that. I don't <laughs> think so. Cause, but uh, scientifically, yes, yeah. right? Yeah. But I don't think I've ever... Well, because we were talking to The last guy I dated was, like, very healthy. Okay, so you wouldn't know, yeah. And he didn't even drink. So there was no beer. There was, like, nothing. So Yeah, Yeah, well, that's the thing, because I was was wondering that, because I don't, like, party. Like, I don't go out. I don't drink, um, just, like, for personal reasons. Yeah. And I was thinking about that, and we were talking to somebody, and she said, no, if you, like, make out with somebody who is just drinking a beer, you'll get sick. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense scientifically. Yeah. yeah. But then I'm like, shit, how now am I going to do an now STD find test a boyfriend that and a gluten free test? Yeah. <laughs> also, also, I think that in college, yeah. Yeah. the guys you're going to like make out with are probably drinking a lot of beer. Like, yeah. Gluten parties, heavy, whatever. Yeah. Totally. Whereas I feel like it nowadays, it's like the guys I'm going out with, it's like we order a vodka or a tequila. Mm-hmm. Like, I rarely see a guy get a beer unless it's like a Sunday football game or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. like. So I think the drink 
palate has goes naturally gluten free. Yeah, I, I love that. Age. Ask you, I was gonna ask you, like, what are the best gluten free alcohols yeah. for people? So, um, Stoli gluten free okay. is what I live on. Um, yeah, you always talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So they, what's cool, and this is what I really love about No Bread is that I'm not featuring like that brand you find in a wellness store or the, yeah. on the super healthy aisle of Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. I'm work, I'm featuring and working with these brands that are like the brands we grew up on mm-hmm. who have recognized the importance of gluten-free and are mm-hmm. now going gluten-free. So Cheerios, for example, has now gone gluten-free. I was just going to mention yeah. that, yeah. And Stoli is a wheat-based alcohol based out of Russia, and they saw the need for gluten-free, and now they've made a – Stoli alcohol that is gluten free. So if you go to a bar and you say, "Can I have Stoli?" You're gonna get the wheat based one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go to a bar and say Stoli gluten free, that's when they give you the gluten free one, and it's made out of corn and buckwheat. Okay. Mm. Okay. Cool. And it's cool because that the buckwheat, so it's eighty percent corn, twenty percent buckwheat, and the buckwheat is what gives it like a nice smooth taste. Uh-huh. Whereas other gluten free alcohols are a hundred percent potato or a hundred percent corn. Yeah. That's like a very mm. sharp taste. So they like put their thought and research and everything into it. So. I love when I, any chance I can, like, I always have a Stoli Mini on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love tequila. Mm-hmm. I don't drink wine. Uh, people are always like, wait, does wine have gluten in it? And yeah. the answer is no. But, like, the preservative is just, my stomach doesn't do well with it. Yeah. Red wine and white wine, not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. I don't really drink cider. Yeah. Um, they have. I what? don't drink gluten-free beer. Yeah, I was gonna say it's <laughs> like poison if you ask me. Like yeast and oh god, big yeah, no. Mess. Um, okay, going back to like your doctor situation, I sure. think that's so interesting. Well, that's something that I mean, how did that experience affect the way you think about medicine and doctors and stuff? Like for me, because I had a similar kind of thing. Now I'm so like not into Western medicine. Yeah. Um, like in what you're just how what you're saying about how like recently I have a friend who broke out and full body hives and her doctor's just like take Benadryl every hour that take this every and I'm telling her and I'm sitting here being like you're something in your diet I think personally yeah. I think diet plays such a big role and she's like my my doctor knows See, traditional, and I'm, like, I'm yeah. very lucky that like I so when I when we found this doctor mm-hmm. it was basically like I wasn't a human. If you're on that much medication, mm-hmm. I was a zombie. Yeah, and I was coming shit. home every night yeah. and I was crying and I just cried myself to sleep. And then I wouldn't sleep because I'd be itching at myself. So like, I was like, someone needs to fix me. And then mm-hmm. my mom is like a saint and was like, you know the show House? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She always says that I was like an episode of House where no one could figure me oh out. Oh my God. So she was like, we're going to find someone. And like, that's how my parents are. They're like, I don't care like, where, who, how much money were like fixing this. Good. So amazing. like I had that support system. That's if good. I had just like traditional by the book parents, yeah. no way would I be doing this. And like what's mm-hmm. cool is that, so my mom found, found this homeopathic doctor on Long Island and he literally like within a month the hives had like gone from every day to like once a week or, you know, so it was working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I think that, like, so my mom for dinner, it wasn't like she was like, okay, this is working for Nicole. Everyone's health problems in this family. We're all going to follow this diet. Yeah. <laughs> my brother, like, only eats gluten. Yeah. <laughs> and my sister, like, yeah. And my dad says he's, like, gluten reduced. <laughs> I love he, that. When yeah. he went gluten free, like, he did like it and he felt better, but yeah. it's, it's hard. Yeah. I get uh-huh. it. Um, but the fact that, like, my mom every night for dinner would make the family a chicken parm and then make me a gluten-free, dairy-free chicken parm. Oh my parm. God. So I was willing. She's amazing. Yeah, it's insane. So I was willing to go through everything I was going through because I had mm. someone there making it like so much easier for me. Yeah. Um, and like my family doesn't go see wellness doctors, but it's interesting because I don't see a homeopath anymore. Don't. I will never get a shot ever again. I will never take a... If I take an antibiotic, it's like I'm, yeah. on, I'm on my deathbed. Mm-hmm. Like, oh someone gosh. help me. Yeah. Um, even if I just take Motrin, like, I told – I remember my senior year of college. No, it was the year after I graduated from college. One of my best friends walked into a room, and I was, like, just hiding from her. And she's like, what's wrong? And she saw me take a Motrin, and she's like, I'm calling your mom. Yeah. Like, you oh are so God. sick. Like, yeah. oh I'm never going to, like, take Motrin unless yeah. I have to. True. 
true. I'm the same. <laughs> yeah, but so now I don't see a homeopathic doctor anymore because after a while, like we started doing things that were like real weird. I was like, am I like a voodoo? <laughs> like what? Like, like, what? Like, <laughs> like I would sit in a chair and like he would just hold like laser pens to oh, me. God, laser okay, pen. yeah. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. And like so that was just like a little too much for so my yeah. I wanted to believe it. Like yeah. but I that, believe with yeah, alternative medicine you have to believe that what you're doing is working. Yeah. Otherwise it's not sure. gonna work. It's right. mind, body, like soul. Mm-hmm, so totally. Um, but that was a hard one for me to get on board with. And then so I also <laughs> yeah. like totally graphic, sorry listeners, like no. I lost my period. Yeah. And while I was doing the homeopathic and like I wanted my period back. Like what mm-hmm. girl is going around being like, give me my period. Yeah. But, like I wanted it back. And so I, at that point, so this is like a few years later. So this is all happening like eight years ago. So now mm-hmm. let's say fast forward like three, four years when gluten-free is becoming a something and like wellness and is becoming more accepted. Um, I was finding that there were these doctors out there who were also seeing the importance of an alternative or wellness lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, and like they were preaching wellness and preaching like homeopathic things that I was doing with my doctor, but they had an MD. And so they were able to like, mm-hmm. prescribe yeah, supplements, exactly. different okay. supplements and things like that. So now when I look for doctors, I do look for someone who has a degree of some sort, but sees my world and like yeah. gets it. Yeah. Um, and then that opened me up into the, I found a doctor in the town where I grew up and she opened me up to the world of vitamin drips. And she said to me, she's like, you're malnourished. She's like, well, it's impossible because I eat like, a bowl of broccoli for dinner and like your chicken. Your gut is leaky, man. And like, yeah. I have like a chicken for lunch and like a bowl of broccoli for dinner. Yeah. And um, she was like, you're malnourished. Like your gut is like so inflamed, all this stuff. Yeah. And she's like, I'll get your period back like to, on your side. She goes, by your like, give me like a, a few weeks, you'll have your period back. And she got my period back on my second drip. Damn, she's Are you good. kidding? Dude, I get drips too. I get drips like weekly still. Do you have to get your blood work done before you get those drips in order to find out which vitamins? Yeah, because like for example, potassium isn't in mine because I'm high in potassium or like there's Mm -hmm. more iron in it because I'm low in iron. So, Mm -hmm. which is important, I think. Like a lot of these people nowadays are like, oh, you get drips? Like I go to Earth Bar and I get a drip. I'm like, like, that's not a drip. Yeah. So that's like a smoothie basically they're getting. Like... I get. They're, I mean, they're getting a quick it? fix of vitamin yeah. B or yeah. something. Oh, you know, okay. like my bet. My don't know what because everyone's getting. always like, I want to get your drips, and like, well, you have to go get a blood test. You have to get your drips chemically yeah. tailored to your body, and oh, like, okay. it's a process. It's not like everyone's like, I want to go to your doctor. I'm like, well, do you have like a couple grand you're gonna yeah. throw down uh-huh. to like just because you want more energy? Yeah. yeah, and then go to Earth Bar if you just want like a quote drip. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so I do vitamin drips. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's my world of medicine. When you first started to eliminate those things from your diet, um, were you in college at the time? Yeah. So it was crazy the timing. It happened at the end of my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Before I got the hives, my last two weeks of the year of schools, so like during finals, oh, I was crazy sick, like stupid sick. I was in the mm-hmm. hospital for a week in and out. Oh, like God. it was a disaster. And I went home and like three days later, like, I'm like feeling better. School's over. Like a week or two later, I like broke out in my first hive because basically, I think that sickness was the the one. Like my doctor always said, like everybody has a threshold, and that was the one that like broke your threshold. Yeah. So that's when I broke, and um, so I had the whole summer to get better. Okay. So I went into like a hermit mode. Like no one saw me. No one heard from me. I didn't want anyone to know what was going on. I went to my internship from nine to five every day. I went right home. Uh, my mom cooked me like three meals a day. The meals I had when I was at the office were like, I think it was like a carrot cucumber roll or something. Like it would just be like bland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or I was, I had never been an egg eater and that like opened me up into the world of omelets. So I was getting mm-hmm. like an omelet or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that, the timing worked out. So I wasn't yeah. going to go back to school. But by the time August rolled around, I had been like two and a half months in on this. Mm-hmm. And, I had been seeing my doctor for like two months, so everything was like coming back together. Yeah. Um, and I was able to go to school, but like I was a hermit that first six months of school too. I didn't really go out. I also obviously lost a ton of weight over the summer. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't tell people what was going on with me because I didn't want anyone to know. Like my like close, close friends knew, but 
I, like there's rumors being like, oh, she's anorexic, is she bulimic? Oh, like, were you in a sorority? I was, yeah. Okay, so then everyone's like close knit and like watching you. Basically. Oh yeah, and just like I'm a very also like you're saying you don't love partying. Like yeah. I like to party a little too much. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like if. It's weird if I stay in. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, yeah, so like okay. I went from being out all the time like party girl to like n- nope, going to bed at 9. Yeah. And now like and that's what I'm struggling with now like I'm like overly social. I love to be social. My body hates me for <laughs> loving to be social. Like yeah. even if I just go to a friend's house tonight to watch something and I'm home at 11, like my body wishes it was asleep by 9 cuz also yeah. by then yeah. you're probably hungry for a little late night snack mm-hmm. or you know like so I have this constant struggle with like loving to go out and needing to stay in yeah um but yes yeah, so when I went back to school I was like su- I had lost like probably like 10 15 pounds and I'm already small yeah. yeah um so yeah that was it was tough because then I had to also I had never cooked myself a meal ever in my life and like before I went back to school I learned how to make the turkey burgers my mom was making me and learned how to make the chicken pesto my mom would literally send me up in a freeze pack the pesto sauce dairy-free pesto sauce so I would have like my two-month supply and I would like ration it and then she would send me up uh turkey meatballs in a freeze pack and I would just like have to defrost them and microwave them the best mom ever yeah this is oh if I called her like like, crying she would be up like Cornell was I went to Cornell and that's like four hours from where I grew up four and a half if I called her and I would be like I'm like I would be like crying like I don't feel well today and like four and a half later she'd be in my dorm. Oh my god, <laughs> it's literally the same. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. She must have made it easier for you during that yeah. summer when so, you were. And that's why like I love going home. Like even if I need to get out of LA for a mm-hmm. bit, like I go home because I want to have like home cooked meals mm-hmm. and just like family time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the differences between like LA people and like New York people? <laughs> like, oh my god. Like for like for instance, when difference. you're at a dinner, like what are the conversations that like. Like or here, just, like, like, the culture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... When I'm in New York every day, I'm asked, like, oh, wait, you do... So that Nobra thing is, like, full-time. So, like, you make money. Like, baffled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Baffled. Because yeah. it's normal here. Yeah. Like, to be, like, it's an It's so normal here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what it really drew me to here was that, mm-hmm. like, you know, my Wednesday and Sunday are, can be the same. I might work all day on a Sunday, but just chill on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like everyone out here thing is like a lot of my friends I don't know what they do <laughs> they all pay their rent and they make it work so yeah. it's not my business to really dive into it yeah. with them yeah. so that's like LA's just like creative people they do their shit and they make it work mm-hmm. so um, that's what really draws me to out here and it's funny because the guy that I was dating back in New York he came out to LA and uh, I was telling him literally the story about how like it's so nice. Like, no one asked me if I make money, how much mm-hmm. money I make. Like, no yeah. one cares. Yeah. And then we ran into a girl I went to college with, and she was, like, literally the exact thing. This is, like, five minutes after I told him oh this. Oh, my gosh. Like, she was like, so you out here doing no bread? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, so it, like, makes money. So and exhibit like, A. And so <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, I mean, what do you it's just say different. to people like that? It's, like... All they like that's like their main like happiness destination. In my head, I'm like, money. yeah, I probably do better than yeah, you too. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Like, I, I'm like, yeah. It's not. How do you like, answer I'm not the kind of person that has to like prove yeah. people? Yeah. Like, if people want to think I make zero dollars and I'm just like traveling the world and doing nothing, like, fine, go for it. Yeah. Like, I work my ass off. Yeah. I, like, you know, I'm busy all day every day. Yeah. It's because like, let's say tomorrow I don't have any meetings, but I'm gonna go sit in Barnes and Noble because I'm working on a book idea and mm-hmm. I want to go research mm-hmm. different book concepts that are out there and see, get like inspiration. That's a whole day of work. Yeah. You know, so every day is just different. So do you think that people in New York are more like competitive? People, oh my God, yeah. yeah. Wow. But like, I definitely, like I, what bothers me about LA is how lax it is too. Like, <laughs> It's like, come on, I know you saw my email. Yeah. Or it's, you know, it's it's a different pace. Like, yeah. I am a type A person. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think that's what makes me successful in LA is that, like, I'm a hustler and I make my own hustle. Uh-huh. I no, that. exactly. That's, yeah, you need a theme song. Yeah. That can be your tagline. Um, <laughs> okay, so how, let's talk about the time period when you quit your job. Yes. At, for No Bread. So, like, there is a time when the two overlapped, right? Yeah, for like six months. So can you talk about how you like made the leap to finally decide, okay, I'm leaving, I'm doing No Bread full time? Yeah, so when I started No Bread, it was August, and by the time I left my job, it was the following June, mm-hmm. May Memorial Day weekend, so like May, June. 
Um, and I had, I knew from the start I wasn't happy at my job. Like it was fine. Like they were lovely to me, whatever. Um, it just wasn't for me. And yeah. I always said if by the time I was 25, if I was just eh about yeah. my life, I was going to just quit. Even if I had nothing Good lined for up. You. And, like I was going to yeah. move to California because I've always wanted to live in California. <laughs> and um, so I was like 24 and a half. Yeah. Or I was 24 when it started. And then by the time I was 24 and a half, I was like, I've always been, if I say something, I'm doing it. Everyone yeah. knows that. And I was like, all right, I'm going to leave soon. <laughs> oh but, so thankfully I had something to go with, yeah. but I never wanted to be a blogger. I thought like bloggers were weird. <laughs> like I didn't want, I thought like, honestly, I was worried about being made fun of yeah. because like I went to Cornell. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a town where like you have to go into Ivy finance. Yeah. I went to a school where you have to go into finance or like do something like super corporate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Super nine to five. Yep. And, uh, so it's just more like 99. Yeah, seriously. Oh. Um, so I started as just gonna be like my hobby. And then like I loved writing. I've always been a writer. So I would like write these blog posts while I was at work and no one at work knew about No Bread. My bosses, no one, because I didn't want them to see that the corporate card meals were like going on my yeah. blog. Yeah. And but, like if anything, it made me really good at my job. So I was taking the most random clients to the nicest restaurants yeah. to nice. give me content. But then they were loving me. So yeah. I got like praise in Institutional Investor magazine as being a great salesperson. Like because yeah. I was so excited to take these people out to restaurants yeah. and equity sales, it's a lot of whining and dining. So it made me really better at my job if anything. Wait, so would you like take photos of food while you're with I would these sneak people? a picture if I was out with a client who was a friend, yeah. they knew about No Bread. Okay. okay. And I'd be like, guys, like, picture they would love it. Okay. If I was with, like, coworkers, I would, like, sneak the cell phone. Because thankfully, if you're in finance, you're always on your phone checking your email. Yeah, so even okay. at these dinners, like, you're talking to people, but everyone's on their phones. Oh, my God. So I'd just be sneaking pictures. This is nice. hilarious. So I... Double life, girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I formally launched, and I was just writing reviews of everywhere I'd ever been. Uh-huh. And then I formally launched my first, like, No Bread bootleg blog uh-huh. in November. Okay. And I texted like 50 friends like, hey, follow this Instagram for me. Thanks. <laughs> and then it just like grew from there. And I remember when I got my first thousand, like I was at a family dinner and we were like, wow, like Nicole's famous. Like, Damn. Yes. Famous. Um, and then so when I, I just was like consistently unhappy. So in April rolled around, so having brunch with my parents and I told them I was going to leave and they they knew it was coming. Like I was so unhappy and like. I just kind of needed to know that they were like cool with it. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what I just like need to get out. And also if you have health issues and you're not happy, mm-hmm. that's going to, my health was getting worse yeah. because I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were on board. I had a business plan. Like I knew like my business plan now is like, has nothing to do with what I currently do. Uh-huh. Um, I was gonna be like a tech company. Oh my God. It was me like no bread tech. Um, <laughs> but so I, I'm, and my mom always said, she's like, if you did really well at a career that you didn't like at all, like you're going to kill it at something you love. So like no mm-hmm. one knew what I was doing, but like we knew that I was going to do something with it. Mm-hmm. And me too. Like you have to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then um, April rolls around, had the conversation. I was like, I'm going to like stick out this summer. Summer's slow. I'm going to take all my vacation <laughs> days. And then I came out to LA with a few girlfriends Memorial Day weekend, just a party for the weekend. Had the best weekend of my life and walked into work the next Tuesday morning when I got home and quit. Wow. Wow. I love that. And now look at me. I live in LA. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just funny. So did, what did you tell like your boss when you quit? Did you? (laughs) So like (laughs) the head boss, I didn't say anything. I was just like, you know, I've been unhappy because I was vocal about being unhappy. Okay. Like they knew over the course of the few years. Like one of the managing directors at my desk was like, this guy who I love to death was like, Nicole, you know, the team and like everyone your age, like they get in at like six Mm -hmm. and you know, you kind of been coming in around like 6.45. And I just like looked at him and I was like. Yeah, because I hate it. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he just like froze. He, oh my gosh. That was, he was not expecting that. was his that. way of being like coming at six. And yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And he was like, hey. Oh so like God. they all knew. Yeah. yeah. But I did well. Like, if I got in any earlier than 6.45, like what was I going to do? There was yeah. nothing to yeah. do. Like just sit there and show face. It's not yeah. my thing. Like if I'm going to be there, I'm going to be active. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's more beneficial for the team for me to be well rested yeah. and sleep yeah. more. So um, my the guy who I directly reported to, he... Uh, 
was my uh, four. He's like, wow, because he had no idea nobody existed. He's like four thousand seven hundred followers. He's like, so cool. I'm gonna be four thousand seven hundred and one. So he thought it was cool. <laughs> the group consensus on my team was like, good for you. Get out of here while you can. Like yeah. you're young. Um, my head boss, he and I have never spoken again, so I don't think <laughs> After he... After that stare. Yeah. <laughs> stare down. Yeah, I don't think he has anything, like, good to say about me, so whatever. No, whatever. Do you ever talk to the people who... Yeah, so my, like, one of my best friends in the entire planet uh-huh. is the guy that I sat next to for three years. Oh, because if you okay. sit next to someone for three years yeah. from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and sometimes going out after, like, you become close. Yeah. yeah. This guy, his name's Aaron. Um, when I when I go back to New York, I still make a point to see him every time. Like he's, we did everything together. Uh-huh. And one of my best girlfriends I met, she was sitting next to me, and she only worked for like a year and a half. And then she left and went into advertising. But um, she's to this day one of my best girlfriends. So yeah. it, it it was nothing against the people. It's just like I didn't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's so good that you got out. Like yeah, I mean everyone would be like, just go travel, go do you. And now like. I think they all thought I was going to do this for like a month and then I was going to go work for a competitor or something. Yeah. But I think now that like, they're like shocked. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I love that. It's such a good like, I know. Yeah. Like, um, can you take us through like a day of like reviewing like a restaurant? Like do they bring out the whole menu? Yeah, so I actually don't even really do their restaurant reviews anymore. I'll do a restaurant review if like I have a girlfriend who I want to take out to lunch yeah. and mm-hmm. I look up where I can go review and then I do the review. But I'm lucky I have teams in every city. There's usually like three to four people per team. Mm-hmm. And they all do their reviews. But we're not greedy at all. Mm-hmm. We say like if it's a lunch, it's going to be – or a dinner, it's probably going to be like two apps, two mains, a side, and a dessert. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like – which is how much the restaurant should want to have feature. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we uh, – some people order the whole menu. Some people just order food porn. I order the stuff <laughs> that I'm going to eat, as do the girls on my team. So yeah. um, if it's a place that's known for gluten-free burgers. I'm like, even if you guys don't eat burgers, if you're a vegan, like, mm-hmm. cool, just get the vegan salad. Yeah. But bring a friend who's going to order the burger. Yeah. Okay. Um, and same thing with, like, cheese. Because, like, I don't eat cheese, but I'll right. order stuff with cheese because someone else can eat it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a very cool process you go in the restaurant knows that you're coming it's not like you can tell them on the spot it's set up usually by the PR team and mm-hmm. we feature what they want to have featured or what we want to eat and um, you know do the review that's yeah that's so cool so at the beginning like when you were first getting started was it awkward to like what did you say to company like so to when I first started in New York doing mm-hmm. this nowadays if you have like a small following you can get a free meal mm-hmm this was like so unheard of back when I was doing it. So mm-hmm. I think like Cornell, the hotel school is like the number one school in hospitality in the nation. So a lot of my good friends were in the ho- food industry and if not, they knew people who were. So I was getting hooked up with like alumni and they would bring me to the restaurants and like, I honestly really didn't know what I was doing. So I was always asking to come in to have a meeting and like we would end up doing the meeting over at lunch and then I would mm. inadvertently feature it. So that's kind of oh, how I started because okay. at the time, like, food PR wasn't that huge. Yeah, People yeah. weren't just, like, gifting meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's, like, you can just now everyone shoot an email to the restaurant. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, come. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now it's hard for me, too, because I have girls going to restaurants across the world, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to guarantee an Instagram post. Yeah. I have so much content. It's yeah. literally impossible. I'm not just, like, a food porn blogger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... How do you pick what restaurants you're going to review? So, or have people review? Um, review is really just like, if you invite us, I'll do my best to get someone in uh-huh. there. Mm-hmm. And so I was saying, because I don't guarantee Instagram, but I will guarantee you the website and yeah. the feature. And I want to feature as many restaurants as possible. Yeah. So a lot of times, like we'll want to go to an Asian restaurant and they'll be like, oh no, we don't really have much gluten-free, just like a couple things. I'm like, no, have us in and let me feature those couple things because mm-hmm. so if I'm going know. there, yeah. and so you're basically saying like, we don't even want you to come in and be able to get those couple things mm-hmm. as like a social diner. So like, right. I'm like, you, you're my target. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. who I want to feature. Yeah. Yeah. The restaurant that's 100% gluten-free, like they don't need me. Yeah, that's they why need it's so me helpful. for like press, yeah. but like, I'm not like helping anyone. Yeah. It's more time than what I liked when I was there. Yeah. Um, It's helpful if I go to Pono Burger and get the gluten free bun or Sushi Roku and get the gluten free tamari. So, Mm -hmm. have you ever had like a bad restaurant experience that just like turned you off and then you're like, I don't want to review you? Yeah. And what we do is 
We'll like post them on the website. We definitely won't Instagram them. Mm-hmm. We'll let them know what was bad about the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's our review because my thing too is I'm not gonna like shit on anyone. It's yeah. very much like this because we're it's a guy. A, yeah, this is mm-hmm. what you can have. This is what you can't have. This is how you can have this. So we'll just make it super factual. Yeah. There's whereas like if I'm eating at a restaurant like Wolf or something I'm like this was incredible. You must order this. Whereas yeah. if I don't like the restaurant, it's like. We ordered X, Y, and Z. <laughs> Next time we go, this is also gluten-free. Maybe we'll check it out. Yeah. 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 Wait, so can you, like, t- you don't have to say any specific places, but, like, does anything stand out, something bad that happened? Or, like, is it just, like, the food's not good? Or um, uh, There's this chain restaurant in New York called Potato Pia. I don't even know if it still exists. <laughs> That's a but I name. loved the concept of it. I was excited for it. It's like you pick your potato base. You either pick like a sweet potato, a potato, sweet potato fries, french fries, then like a salad bar, you order your toppings. Oh, that's mm. interesting. Amazing concept. Loved yeah. it. They knew not one thing about gluten. Uh, and it's a potato restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And then like they were like, we want you coming to the potato bases are gluten-free, but none of the proteins and toppings were gluten. They were all like soy infused. It was just like, it took us like 45 minutes yeah. to even get this, our potato. It was yeah. a nightmare. And I took my dad to that meal and he was like, I was like, cause I love like treating my parents when I can. And I was like so excited. I was like, he loves potatoes. Like, yeah. He's going to be so him. And like, it was just a nightmare. Oh my God. I, even, I don't think they still exist. Have you ever like gotten gluten at a restaurant? Like they told you it was gluten-free yep. and it wasn't? Yeah. Damn. Oh my God. What food was it? Um... Like- uh, there is this place here in LA and their veggie burger. And when they told me the veggie burger was gluten free, because they, uh, there's a get no bun. Mm-hmm. And they said the gluten free. And I was like, oh, it's interesting because veggie burgers are like, not often are they gluten free yeah. unless this is like a wellness restaurant and yeah. this is not. Mm-hmm. It was like a pub. Um, and then I was skeptical. So I only had like a bite or two because I had like enough food in front of me and yeah. other things I liked. And then I got home, I look at my phone, I had like three voicemails, five texts, 10 emails, and it was them being like, oh my God, it has gluten. They were like <gasps> freaking out and they, they felt so bad. Oh and it was the, I had lunch with the PR girl and the PR girl felt so bad. She was like, I'm just like making sure you're not going into like anaphylactic shock yeah. and like you're okay. I was like, yeah. no, I'm okay, but like I'm not happy with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another, we had a, another one recently in LA and like I just won't feature them. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So make, then, if you make a girl on my team sick, we're not helping. Yeah, you. hell no. <laughs> so how do you pick um, the people who are on your team? Like, what do you look for so, in a person? Um, photography skills. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. You have to have a professional camera. You have to like be a f- like a lot of times girls will like reach out, want to contribute to No Bread, and then they'll be like, and look at these pictures I took, and I'll like I'll look at their feed, and I'll look at mine, and I'll be like, well, what yeah. about your feed? Makes you think you can? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you have to. The pictures you know, are hard. Like, yeah. Like, and like yeah. you have to be eager just because like I'm not paying you to be mm-hmm. a contributor. So you have to just like really love food and want to be doing this for just like the experience of it right. all. And if you're going to be sitting there being like, oh, sorry, it took me two weeks to write the review because it wasn't like a paid thing. Like I'm taking my time. No, it's like if you write the review, I still want it within one week, like a normal freelancing yeah. type gig. So eager, enthusiastic and great pictures. Yeah. Do you have any um, food taking picture? Tips. tips natural daylight yeah natural daylight. only okay. take pictures in daylight and like even like right now this room has day lit but mm-hmm. go by the window yeah okay this is literally our apartment is horrendous mine's, yeah, I have mine's such a bad, bad too issue. yeah so i'm just like i don't even care yeah but thankfully no but i go outside all the time i yeah. just like take people are like looking at me like i'm crazy but no you you'll never see them know. again so yeah. she yeah. takes pictures and we just like wait it's like routine <laughs> yeah do people like give you looks when you're at the restaurant and like at this point, I feel like they assume that I'm there for a reason. Like, yeah. if you see it, because I go, I don't like to go at night either, because mm-hmm. A, my pictures aren't good. B, you're interrupting people with your flash. You're going to be able to look at you. Yeah. So if you go during daylight, people don't, don't really notice that you're doing it. Yeah. And you're in LA. So. And yeah, people in LA do a lot weirder shit. So. <laughs> That's why, it's like, when I'm out, like, um, my friends are used to, and I don't even pay attention. And then, yeah. But there will be, if I eat somewhere that's, like, not that like healthy or whatever people I notice people looking at me but I feel like those people looking you have to know that like oh she yeah, must they be have here with to, right well for me at least it's like I mean they must be like oh she's here with a professional camera like she must be here for a reason yeah, yeah for a job yeah, yeah. not just if I was just doing like a cell phone pic they'd probably be like oh look at that girl taking her food yeah right. picture. that's true it's all about the camera yeah that's so funny okay wait, so just quickly what are your like top few favorite places to eat in LA in LA mm-hmm. um 
I let's see, Goldie's that kale what? salad and Wait, what? it's on Third Street. They have this bomb oh, kale I salad. I eat there I don't all the time. Yeah. Um, I love Petty Cash. I love Gracias Madre. Yes. I love Rose Cafe in Venice. I still need to go there. I love Zinc. Okay. Hmm. Um, I love Zinc too. It's so good. Do you like the one in um, West Hollywood or Venice? Uh, Venice. Okay. I haven't been to that one. I've only been to the one in West yeah, Hollywood. Yeah. West Hollywood's like kind of a scene. Venice is super chill. Okay. Um, what else do I love? Yeah. What do you like at Rose? Like what's The kale salad with salmon. Okay. Yeah. The um, okay, so when you go to Goldie's, uh-huh. they're Brussels sprouts. You have to ask for them to be gluten free, but they're mm-hmm. like crack. Okay. And then for brunch, they do the, those Brussels sprouts with two poached, two uh, fried eggs on top. It's insane. Mm. Oh my god! I, yeah. Okay, wait, now Make sure they're gluten free. Now you're saying this. I remember seeing this on your feed and yes. then looking it up, and I was like, I don't think that it it'll be gluten and dairy free. Like I no, remember thinking that. Yeah, and their kale salads like one of the best kale salads in all of LA. Okay. Okay. It's like kale with like seeds and stuff. We need really to, can we go there? Yeah. Um, and it's LA. funny because this is like as non sponsored as you can get yeah. yeah they've never had me in oh, oh my god that's so funny yeah. so that's like a genuine yeah that's so great what about new york new york i love well now by chloe's in la too but i love by <laughs> chloe i love chocolate love kitchen um it's so good have you okay. been no but i need i'm going to new york um at the end of april so go i to need to know where kitchen. to go okay yeah um i love like butcher's daughter which is also now in la do you like the one in I'm la like, i'm a cafe girl like, uh new york for okay. butchers yeah mm-hmm. uh ruby's is my go-to little cafe when i'm in new york they have uh gluten-free fried chicken sandwiches gluten-free burgers yeah and then the best salads in the game, also the best Brussels sprouts in the game, oh too. Um, same it. owners as Ruby's. Oh, oh. Sorry, same owners as Goldie's. Oh, Ruby's okay. And Goldie's. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. But, like, completely different restaurants, styles okay. and everything. Uh, Cafe Henry's adorable. I love um, Dimes. You have so many. Yeah, I like your range of recommendations because yeah. it's like I can take my family there. Because, you know, if I take my family to, like, like cafe gratitude it's just too like vegan for them yeah, yeah. no like, my parents would all they loved gracias my parents wouldn't like cafe yeah my gratitude. parents yeah. gracias madre yeah. yeah and that's the problem i have like finding restaurants it's like i can find somewhere either super super healthy like i can find somewhere super healthy that i can eat at no problem but then i'm like i never know where to go to bring like my junk food even yeah friends. yeah because like, <laughs> like petty cash they have yeah. free tacos and Ooh, okay yeah okay and i also feel like by chloe is a really good place by to yeah everyone yeah. loves it's just like kind of out of the way and so yeah yeah, but in New York, it's like right, it's everywhere in New York. Yeah. There's like three or four. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, cool. yeah. No, I love by Chloe. Their cookies are like, seriously amazing. Okay. So let's talk about, let's like go to your um, college life. Yes. You went to Cornell. I did. Did you always want to go there? Nope. <laughs> Where did you want to go? I wanted to go to school in California. Oh. But you like really, really wanted to come out here. <laughs> My parents were pro. East Coast. Mm-hmm. And I think, it, I mean, it's a blessing because if I had gotten sick out here, I wouldn't yeah. be able to yeah, survive that's with my true. family. It all um, yeah, and Ithaca is the most granola type town out there. <laughs> that like, like, we go to the farmer's market on the weekends for fun. And that was like 10 years ago. So, yeah. okay. Um, I couldn't have gotten sick anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to Boston College. My brother went there. He's a year older than me. I got deferred and waitlisted. And then, um, I applied to like 15 schools and it's funny cause like Cornell was one of few that I got into. And so I was like, fine, screw all you people. I'm yeah. going to Cornell. Yeah. Um, That's so weird. I'm from a very Irish Catholic town. So I applied to like Villanova and BC and like, so does like everyone in my class. Whereas yeah. like Cornell isn't like, like Georgetown, Notre Dame, Cornell isn't an Irish, Irish Catholic school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I knew my chances were better yeah for there yeah um did you stick with the um major that you initially went into no in the i was year? arts and sciences i was like i'm not gonna be in finance i'm not <laughs> doing because i knew all, i knew my, forever yeah it's funny yeah. you should always just do what you know you're gonna do like i knew when yeah. i was 12 i was gonna live in la and i knew i was never gonna be in finance mm-hmm. but like i was in arts and sciences and i had to take like spanish and english and math and like they were hard yeah and it was just like being in high school, like mm-hmm. yeah. a really, really hard high school. And like I was, t- I took like a marketing class and I did really well in it. And I did like uh, an accounting class and I did really well in it. So <laughs> I was like, I think I'm supposed to go into that school. Yeah. And I did. And then um, I ended up like teaching. I was a head TA of accounting. Oh, wow. wow. Wait, as an undergrad? Yeah. That's I amazing. Shit. Classes, so. Well, you're like freaking genius. Head TA. <laughs> yeah. So it was like I ended up 
being like, then I was like, you know what? I guess I am meant to be in finance. I'm really good at it. Yeah. So gave it the shot. And so overall, did you enjoy your experience? Like, did you like college? Yeah, no, love. Okay. Loved. Okay. And you said, like, do you think that you would go back to school now? No. No. I don't. Even I love that love answer. It. Yeah, I, I like think that. that <laughs> Why not? I literally the other week I was asking my friends who are now like getting to be certified dietitians and nutritionists like what kind of programs they're in because like I would love to do like a remote learning situation but I would never formally go back to school Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no I well why just because you don't at this point it's like I found when I left JP Morgan to do this I said this was gonna be I was giving myself two years to do something with no bread and I said Mm -hmm. I'm at that point where everyone's going back to school. This is going to be my school. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just go and do this for two years. And if it's not working at the end of two years, then I'll go get a job or I'll go to school. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is this is my version of school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like to hear from somebody who's successful. Like, do you think grad school is necessary? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Not necessary. No. Necessary. No. Okay. If you want to do it. Yeah. Um. No, I, I mean, I'm not certified in anything gluten-free affiliated yeah. whatsoever. So people are always like, well, why can I believe you? I'm like, well, did you go through hell the way I did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. So yeah. I'm giving you, you know, I went through it. Like, yeah. I am the textbook. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think that, I don't think you need a degree for anything. I went to school and I studied finance. I do nothing with it now. But mm-hmm. I did learn how to be a really hard worker and yeah. how to be really motivated. I had great networking. So I think... Yeah, it was great that I went to school, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's necessary for anyone. Do you think undergrad's necessary? No. I like I that. I like that I love that. I wish you could turn back <laughs> yeah. the time I, her. And, it's, and I say that being totally truthful because a lot of my friends out here like didn't go to college and mm-hmm. they yeah. it. And I think about it now, like I was raised to go into f- bread, to go into the Ivy League and to go into finance. I didn't want to do either of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if my kid wants to go be like a hippie, like he's going to be the best hippie ever. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Yeah. you know, so I think that there's just other, there's other things out there. Yeah. No. I think you need it. Yeah. And if I someone's not meant for something, don't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, I agree. you can't force it. That's just yeah. like that's what we're doing right now with ourselves. Yeah, we're seniors, so we're we only have like well, she's almost done five weeks. I, have I just one more yeah, I just wish that I had like. I was so unhappy when I first got to college and I hated being, I honestly hated my whole experience here to be completely frank. And I wish I had dropped out earlier, but it was like, by the time I finally got that confidence to be like, I don't need this. I'm like, I'm almost done. Yeah. And I'm fortunate enough that my parents are paying for my education. So I would be silly not just finish it when I have five weeks, you know, like, um, but I wish I had known that three years ago mm-hmm. you know when I was yeah. like and I would I would complain to my mom I'd be like I hate it and she'd be like drop out and I'd be like I can't like society will shun me I will live on a box mm-hmm. on the streets yeah. like but that's not true no. no yeah I mean if you have like your parents support mm-hmm. dropping out then like my thing was that I always say I wish I had started no bread like five years ago but I didn't know I was I didn't know yeah mm-hmm that I wanted to do no bread. If you know what you want to do when you're like going to be a freshman, like go do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. I agree. Yeah. And I feel like, like I remember when I found your website and I just, there was nothing else out. Like, I didn't know what the hell, like I was like, what is gluten? Yeah. How did Where you guys find I no bread? I, I was just like desperate. I had all these things that I couldn't eat anymore. I got super sick and I, they're like, okay, no gluten, no dairy. So I'm like, okay, no gluten, no dairy. And I have always been a foodie. I love to eat out. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do at this point? I hated school so much that every single weekend I would like leave campus. My mom would come down and visit me or I would go, or my boyfriend would come visit me from Arizona or I would go visit him. So I was never here. So I ate out a lot and I was like, shit, where can I eat? If I have, like, if I can't eat gluten and dairy. And then also they're adding other things, but gluten was the one I was most worried about and I felt like an outsider because I'm like I didn't want to feel like an outsider because all my friends are going out to eat and I didn't want to be the one who's like I can't eat here totally and that's why um and then so I just was googling and I found you (laughs) and then I was like on your find your Instagram and like there was less restaurants. It was more New York. Yeah. Um, and I was so excited that there was LA stuff. And it, but it was like still like there wasn't as much many LA places. This was like two years ago. Yeah. Um, 
but I just clung to that list. And I remember texting it to my mom. I remember texting nobra.com slash LA to my mom. And I was like, oh, mom. Man, I love it. I was like, mom, can we please go on every place on this list? Like, I know exactly where I can eat. I was so excited. I was That like, makes me so happy I here. was so excited. And I just loved it because, like, it was places, like, my family would want to eat, too. My friends yeah. would want to eat, too. It wasn't just, like, cafe gratitude. Yeah. Like, like, I always think my parents, like, Evelie. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. they have so many gluten-free options, and it's an amazing restaurant. Yeah. But, like, you wouldn't know which ones are gluten-free. Exactly. And so it was so helpful. And I was like, I don't have to think about it. And I can just click, and it color coordinates and yeah. tells me what I can get. And see, I'm so happy you found it, because it's hard, because, like, we have Chicago, D.C., San Francisco. We're doing London now. Mm-hmm. And... People just think that I have like New York or just LA because that's like my yeah. social media focus is on mm-hmm. those places. But if you go to the website, like we have like a hundred restaurants in DC. Wow. And like wow. 50 plus in San Francisco and Chicago. Yeah. And Lent, you know, so like everyone's always like, oh, what's like the money maker of Nobre, the most valuable part? I'm like, well, the money maker is the brand partnerships that mainly live on social media. But yeah. my website to me is like, incredibly valuable if you have a gluten allergy like you have to go to it it's you so, need to know yeah no and then I had so I felt like I had LA figured out because of your website and then I like stopped going home to the Bay Area because I was like I can't eat anywhere here and then you guys added San Francisco and I was yep. like thank god because literally the only place my family eats in San Francisco is Bodine and I'm like <laughs> there has to be some other normal restaurants where yep. I can eat in San Francisco <laughs> like I just didn't know how to find them you know yeah like, no we have the whole yeah works going yeah no so it's great yeah and where do you think is like the next big city you'll you want I want Boston because it's a huge college city mm-hmm. um That's I'm really pumped one. about London because I want to just get our international presence out there yeah, and then I yeah. think Boston but then also like Austin Denver Philly like a lot of these I get emails from people all the time asking if they can bring no bread to their cities. And I'm just trying to find a way that I can like mass get no bread out there. Yeah. Where do you think is the easiest place to eat gluten free? In LA. Like city. Oh, city. Um, Like do you find some areas are more, I mean, LA is like the generic answer, but it's very easy to eat vegan in LA. It's not Mm -hmm. as easy to eat gluten free. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say New York's because there's like so much variety, but mm-hmm. apparently like Austin is amazingly gluten friendly. Denver, oh. um, I've been very very amazed. I would just say New York just because there's an insane amount of options, mm-hmm. like yeah. never ending. Have you ever been somewhere where it was like hard? When I went to London a few years ago, it was impossible. But really? when I went I to London, imagine. I went to London recently, and they yeah. had shaped up a bit. Well, you know? I'm like actually really excited because like that's like. I'm not into like international travel or whatever, but I always wanted to go to like London. But yeah. I, I, the reason I'm, I don't. Part of, honestly, a big reason why I don't want to travel is because I'm like, I don't know what I can eat. Well, yeah, I mean, when I traveled, so the summer I got sick, my family had this big Euro trip plan. It was the first time us kids were going to get to go to Europe, and it was going to, Italy was going to be included on the trip, and I was uh, like, nope. Yeah, so right. Happy, yeah. yeah. So we changed it. Oh my God. Yeah, that makes <laughs> um, sense. And like, yeah, Paris, like my siblings ate croissants, and I brought my rice checks. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, then I went to Greece and Croatia and like you can eat everything there and that's why everyone there is so healthy and fit because mm-hmm. yeah. it's so good for you yeah yeah Mediterranean yeah yeah no when I went to Spain I had no issues yeah and they were so every single place I went to had a gluten free menu like, yeah and in Italy now too it's the places advertise on their doors like we have like non-frozen pasta and gluten-free pasta oh my god <laughs> it's i love like, that yeah what's so interesting though is have you ever tried eating gluten in a foreign country though because there's yeah, a lot of people and, who, who are fine yeah so the answer is no because i just don't want to yeah but i've had dairy okay accidentally and, and I felt were fine. you fine okay yeah but when i was in amsterdam recently i had dairy and it didn't feel so good okay mm-hmm. um, can you do ghee are you i was saying i don't really eat meat in the states it's hard for me to eat meat because i don't believe what our animals are being fed mm-hmm. the preservatives all that you know, That's you don't true, even yeah. get me started on that. I can go abroad, eat m- meat, no problem, mm-hmm. dairy, no problem, eggs, no problem. Mm-hmm. In the states, I don't even eat eggs. Like, do you eat Vital Farms eggs? Is this, what's if your I have it, if I have eggs, yeah. But I basically I don't have eggs often. Like I don't Same. I don't buy them if I'm out for breakfast. Yeah. That's usually all I can get for breakfast. So I get eggs, um, but I don't buy them because. I don't trust them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, they were making me sick for so long. I didn't yeah. realize it. So Cause I was like, I'm, I'm eating the same way yeah. with eggs, but like I can go to Europe and eat eggs. Like, yeah, all I do is eat eggs, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. I think just European eating is actually yeah, better for totally. you. No, it totally is. Like w- the one week I was in Spain, that's the only time I've ever been abroad. I had 
no digestive issues for yeah. the first time in my, uh, my entire life. My sister studied abroad in Barcelona, so I went there for like 10 days and it was fine. Yeah, I'm like, I ate everything. Why is our food system so screwed up? Yeah. Did you actually eat gluten? I didn't eat gluten because I was too paranoid. Yeah, but like, I, I just didn't want to chance it. If I'm yeah. like trying to have a good time on vacation, yeah. it's not like worth me Exactly. It. Yeah, it's not worth testing it. But just like in general, I felt so like, yeah. even when I'm, even when I'm not eating things that I have extreme reactions to, I still was having like digestive problems and like yeah. my stomach still always hurt. And like that week, I like I remember like three days in, I was with my friend. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" I know. Like, I feel amazing. Like, is this what normal people feel like? Yeah. Like, Aww. my stomach doesn't hurt. And she was like, "Oh my god, that's crazy." And I was like, "I wonder wow. what's in our food over here. They're just killing us. Shit just is chemicals, in our food. pesticides. Yeah. Our the sources of our food. They literally like mislabeled. There's that thing with like shrimp. They were saying." Like, oh, all the shrimp that was shrimp. imported here was actually not, like, real shrimp. And they were saying it was wild caught and from some source. And it was actually from, like, some, like, factory in China. Ew. Like, it was, like, Literally, not- it's so easy to... Do you only eat wild caught? Yeah. I know, but farm-raised salmon does taste really good. It tastes good, but it's horrible. Don't I know. do it. Don't <laughs> do it. Yeah, no, I'm super picky about my sources. Like, for sure. That's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... But even even the stuff that's like well sourced from here still fucks me up. Same. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, shit. But I, I like I need protein. Like I have yeah. to, you know, um, for many reasons, which I'm not gonna get into a veganism spiel. But you know, <laughs> yeah. like, so it's it sucks. Like it sucks. Yeah. I just wish that you. our food sources. Yeah. Were no, better. I mean, I'm always like, I should just go to Europe. I come yeah. back yeah. and like five pounds skinnier too, because mm-hmm. it's like all good for you. Yeah. And they have all these books like. Like the French paradox. They're like, how are these people so thin? Like, what's the problem with America? I'm like, is it really take a, a book, a scientist to figure this out? Like, I know. they eat like, they're like, how can they eat such real food? How can they eat so much? Like, yeah, they're also more active. Ca- too. Like, yeah. And like, because they, their food sources are good and they walk around Everywhere, and they don't yeah. stress about everything. Yep. And it's just all these That's different just been lifestyle factors. LA is just not walking. Yeah, yeah, I know. I wish we walked more. I'm like paranoid I, about. I go we... on walks every day. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. The fact that it's raining it like pisses me off because yeah. like, I can't go on my evening walk. No, well, I'm like having a panic attack about. I'm like the only reason I like going to school is because it forces me to like walk to walk. class. Yeah, and it's like a 45, 50 minute. Yeah, and walk. it's really hilly here. Yeah, too. that's like Cornell. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well, shit. When I graduate, I gotta make sure I get. We have to force up. ourselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't even know. So okay, back to your business because you do like. I feel like something that pisses me off. I mean, having worked for Jordan, I understand it better. Like the, like they don't, people don't realize. I feel like people look at jobs like you have or like a blogger and they're like, that's so easy. And I'm like, it's like the hardest job. Like, I mean, everyone's working. But also, so I get like annoyed and then I don't, then I'm not annoyed. It's like one of my girlfriends who I'm probably gonna go see after this text me every day because right now she's in between jobs and she's like so are you working tomorrow like can we hang out yeah mm-hmm. and it's like do i just chill all day no i yeah. work every day yeah and it's like what do you mean are you working today yeah. like what does that entail yeah. and like but at the same time on social media it looks like i'm mm-hmm. just chilling and doing really cool shit all the time and like meanwhile i spend five hours in a coffee shop per day mm-hmm. or i'm like hustling yeah and like yeah. today i was i wanted this person's email address and i just like master stock them online yeah. and LinkedIn and like found the right contact and like mm-hmm. now I'm gonna like pitch myself mm-hmm. so and I'm making pitches all the time I'm running a business I'm running every time you I remember when I took on my first intern I was like oh my life is gonna get so much easier now mm-hmm. every time you take on another person it's another person that you have to oversee yeah mm-hmm. so it's my work. life is just like crazy yeah non-stop crazy and I work every day so you know, and I, all the time, not even just every day. All it's like the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. It's more of like I always scheduling say, time to not work. I was like exactly. always work. It's like it's more of like I'm always working. I will schedule you an hour to not work. Yeah. I always you know? say that I'm the busiest person that I know, but I'm the most flexible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So people are like, but like, oh, you were able to go to dinner last night. Like I have a dinner every night this week, uh, but like I knew about this all by Sunday. And now mm-hmm. I've structured my week accordingly. Yeah. yeah. So, so okay, but are you like? Okay, I'm the kind of person I get so irritated about last minute shit. Like yeah. because I schedule everything so far in advance. Like, last minute canceling. Yeah. yeah, it pisses me off in LA because chances are it took me like an, a half hour to go there, mm-hmm. and then I had to build an extra time into my calendar. In New York, it's like whatever ten minutes. People aren't as flaky. Mm-hmm. LA people are flaky. Yeah, and totally. they'll cancel like morning of or whatever. And like I structured if it was a lunch in Venice, and you tell me that morning, I structured my whole day to be in Venice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now I wish I didn't schedule those two other things in Venice. Yeah. I would have just stayed in West Hollywood. So yeah. like, 
it bothers me with LA when people do that. Mm-hmm. And I only surround myself with people who don't do that. So okay. that's good. Yeah. I don't even, I just like, like I was 10 minutes late to this today and I was mm-hmm. like, so mad. I was like, cause I'm not that oh, person. Yeah. But I was okay. Like in LA, like 10 minutes late is on time. Yeah. But to me it's late, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you think that LA people are flakier? For sure. Okay. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's so agree. interesting to me. Yeah. Do you have any tips for like, I feel like you have to be like master time management. Person. I think you have to build in social time to yeah. your schedule. You have to build in nights where you're just home alone and not mm-hmm. talking to anyone. You have to build in you time. Like I'm really, the reason why I'm sane is because like I have a lot of me time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I need you, it. Like yeah. even one of my girlfriends like, oh, like what are you doing today? I'm like, oh, I'm going to stay and just cook dinner and go to bed. Early. I'm like, cool, let's cook together. I'm like, no. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Cooking That's, dinner at seven, going to bed at nine, not yeah. talking to anyone, like doing email, you yeah. know, yeah. like I need me time and I, I don't care. That. That's yeah, so you need, like good. recharging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. You have to do that. That's my biggest tip. Like, and so always, my dad would say when I first started working, because I was working every single day, like hustling. Yeah, and this is like you know when I first started, no, but two and a half years ago at this point when I left my job, and he was like, Saturdays and Sundays, Nicole, like stop, just shut off. Yeah, and I, so like, I do. That's I like good. play. Yeah, that's so good. So. Yeah. I do, yeah, like, inevitably do, like, if I'm in my apartment, do, like, you know, an hour or two of stuff here and there. But for the most part, I'm just, like, doing me, being mm-hmm. social. So that's so I important. need that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the hardest part. And also, like, how you're able to say, like, no to your friend. Like, yeah, that's, I don't really get FOMO. Yeah, that's good. I get annoyed when my friends who know that I'm, re- my friends who know me so well and know that I'm so busy will be like, why can't you come? Like, why aren't you drinking like tonight? Like, guilt you? It's like yeah, a guilt trip and it's like, are you, so it's like, but I don't get phased by it. I'm yeah. more just like, shut up, you're bothering me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. No, that's awesome. so great. Oh my God. Okay. Love this. Okay. Wait, so are you still looking for an intern? Um, I just got one. She's oh, you tomorrow. Did? Good. Awesome. Congrats. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Let me know how it goes. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. She seems so, great. That's so fun. Yeah. But hard work, so she'll get to see the yes, the real life of I know. no bread. Yeah, oh she's God. very excited, and that's what I want. So. Yeah. Wait, what did you what did you say earlier? It's oh, I no was thinking bread. of an intro for you earlier, and I was like, um, breadless Hulk Hogan. <laughs> breadless, <laughs> I like that. But I, I eat. If you look at my feet, I eat a lot of gluten free bread. Yeah, I'm always making gluten free breads. What's your favorite gluten free bread? I make. Um, oh, I'm obsessed with peanut butter too. So oh I yeah, make, I make like a peanut butter chocolate chip banana bread. Oh, I wanted to ask you: Are you still? What's your chocolate deal? Oh, like pers- I haven't touched chocolate. You haven't. I cheated once uh, last week. Okay. Did yeah. you notice? Did you feel bad or? Um, in general, it? I think my body's just so fucked up right now that I'm. I need to like whatever. get it yeah. to a good state, and then I'll you know. You need a baseline. If, yeah. 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 For sure. Um, yeah, and also for anybody who doesn't know, Nicole has a ton of really good recipes. On yes. Her so site. the website nobread.com, and we have recipes, travel, product. Um, all different cities and then our Instagram is at no bread and that's where you see kind of like my life and my craziness as no bread yes and okay what's your stand what's your favorite recipe that you've posted um hmm or it can be a few I mean I'm the go to banana pancake up. girl like okay, two yeah. ba- like one banana two eggs that's love like it. yeah that's my classic okay yeah. love it cool awesome yeah so definitely follow Nicole and go to her website. Yeah. And Thanks, guys. Thank yeah. you so much yeah. for Thank being Thank you so on much. Podcast. This was amazing. Yeah. Love talking to you. All right. Bye. Thanks, guys, for listening. Stay off the gluten. <laughs> Bye. Bye.